Maybe there could be some fun, some entertainment while we're stuck here. That does feel weird. Traveling merry-go-round. Roll a strength check. Yeah, I'm just not good with animals. He lost a fight with a cat and he's running away. I'm unimpressed. Including Rob. I can't hear her from over here. Is Flycatcher a bad guy? It's okay, it's okay. We'll just hang out over here. We might have an opportunity here to... Excellent deduction. Hey, Mari, you want a wild shape into a mouse? Why is my nanny cam in a barrel right now? It's all the fashion of Waterdeep. I gotta tell you, you need to breathe. It's TNA, tits and arcana. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, hon. Welcome back to Dice Shame. This is Season 2, Episode 41, One Minute to Midnight. MVP this week is Marimo, who's on a serious binge listening streak and is live blogging on our Discord. Marimo is right around Episode 113 right now and asks... Why are your characters so adorable? Why? I don't know, Marimo. Probably because their players are so adorable. Aww. I'm allowed to say that. All right, shall we do it? Yeah, let's play some D&D. Woo! Ow! If you thought the citizens of Slatefell noticed the presence of five new strangers in their midst, it was nothing compared to this. Rumor spreads faster than fire as the town begins to absolutely roil with curiosity. As its occupants hang out of windows, streaming towards the town square to catch a glimpse of the strangely painted wagons rolling to a stop. Captain Bebe is conversing with an extremely tall, slender woman, perhaps in her mid-fifties with closely cropped silver hair. Her manner of dress marks her immediately as an outsider, head to toe, in form-fitting fabric, intensely dyed oranges and reds. The captain gestures towards his own home, then clasps her hand and gives it a warm shake before turning to address the wilding crowd of onlookers. Good people of Slatefell, for the second time in two days, we have strangers on our doorstep. And though it is not in our nature to open our doors to outsiders, I've heard much about the stone giant's threat to the lives of peoples in this region. And it is my belief that we no longer have the ability to ignore the plight of a refugee at our gates. So it is that the Midnight Carnival has come to our fair town, set upon by giants on the road and forced into our valley to find refuge. And we are in luck, for I'm told that in exchange for safety, the sisters will provide us with such entertainment as we have never before seen. The crowd erupts into wild applause. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously, Doran and Red and Veranda, being that you are basically right there in the town square, you see and hear all of this happening. Mari and Rob, I mean, Jack, (laughs) Mari and Jack, you guys are, you know, one street over. So you see the commotion, you hear him address the crowd, but maybe you don't see the people immediately. Or what do you do? Do you make your way over there? Yeah. Yeah. Mari sort of like strains her neck over, over someone who's slightly taller than her, like over his shoulder Mm -hmm. to see what's going on. And she's like, Jack. Tell me if I'm seeing things, but does that look like a carnival wagon to you? I think it says Midnight Carnival right over there, yeah. You ever been to a carnival? Not, not a traveling one, no. 
every once in a while they'd show up where in my in my hometown and I'd go to them and right. I remember the last time I went to one it was okay I, I went on a ride that spun you around and then I, I threw up in a bush <laughs> wow and then and then someone stole a ride yeah like it's like just like a, it's like a it's just like a ferris wheel or not ferris wheel sorry um what's the thing you go on in like a playground merry-go-round just merry-go-round sure, sure. it's not a good the spinny ride. thingy traveling <laughs> merry-go-round traveling merry-go-round <laughs> give me just two days to set up and you are gonna see some things <laughs> The artifice behind it. Let me the tell horses you. are like so There's, tired. Well, yeah, it was it was um, it was all it was a fair oh, like a, a little fair done by artificers, so they move fast, but they're kind of spooky looking. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, someone someone stole my coin purse, and then uh, I never went to one again. But feels weird that this place has gone from having no outsiders for ages, and now has had two in maybe twenty four hours. That. That does feel weird. I'm not going to lie. But, hey, I'd see a show. A little culture. Yeah. At the very least, we should track down Red and Doran and Veranda. Oh, they're going to be a circus act by the time we get there. That's a good point. I think they'd be good, though. Oh, yeah. 100%. Well, at least Red would be. I don't, I don't know about Doran. <laughs> so you guys make your way to the square? Mm-hmm. Doran, Red, Veranda, what are you guys up to? Yeah, Red's got Veranda kind of now pinned against the wall a little bit you know he's really looming over her and he sort of momentarily turns away towards the distraction in town as the carts move in and he turns back to her a puzzled look on his face what the hell is that that's what i've been trying to say and then in a flurry of wings flycatcher lands on her shoulder and she looks startled and then panicky towards you come here cat i'm sorry right i'm did you guys see this caravan that just pulled in? Hey, we uh, think maybe, maybe there could be some fun, some entertainment while we're stuck here. Yeah, yeah, I suppose so. And Red kind of nervously looks between the cat and to veranda, and uh, sort of turns, and he's like, "Yeah, uh, let's uh, let's check it out, I guess." And he sort of, you know, just paws his bow just sort of you know uh instinctually just worried about what might happen because now he and veranda are aware of this being something more than what it seems at the very least i i hate these things i'm gonna stay right here come on veranda i i, I think it's best if we stick together and red sort of like grabs her arm a little bit oh uh, all right come on let's go yeah and red leads the way with veranda in tow and that's when you see let's <laughs> gonna say rob again that's when you see Jack and Mari coming into the square from the other side street. Oh, there they are. I've started a Rob and Jack count. You have to add about 50 on top <laughs> of there. Right to start. Are you counting all of us? Cause I know we yes, all I'm counting it. everyone. Everyone who does it. Including Rob. At least it's it's a it's the recorded ones and not the ones uh, that yes. get in past the edit and yeah. make their way in, <laughs> or, which is not or zero. Or greet you in life as Jack. <laughs> as you join the thronging crowd, you watch as three women disembark from their wagons and begin to smoothly set out a large blue tent, open along the front side, and they're unrolling these carpets that makes soft the ground underfoot. There is, of course, the first woman that I mentioned, the eldest, who appears to be perhaps in her 50s. The next youngest woman is blonde and beautiful with an athletic body. She's wearing a shiny white tunic. 
She's broadly built. And the third woman, the youngest, maybe in her 30s, a tall woman with a heavily pregnant figure. She has curly brown hair and wearing a long blue dress. The three of them work together quite well to set out these trappings for their performance. Red starts to sort of lead Veranda into the crowd to a spot that he sort of surmises would kind of be, you know, like she can duck behind a stall a little bit, maybe be out of eye line yeah. of the women. You notice her hunching her shoulders forward and kind of ducking her head behind people as you move through the crowd. Yeah, and Red sort of like spins around to Mari and Jack and he's just like, look, we need to talk. I need to talk to you. What's up? Yeah, what's going on? And then she shoots you a look. I think it's at that moment that Doran kind of looks back and with this look on his face that's excited about the, the carnival and then and then remembers his task to kind of keep the Tressum away from Veranda. Mm-hmm. And, and he sees Red kind of catch eyes with his other two companions and he sort of swoops through you in a bluster and grabs the cat by the wings Ooh. and disappears into the crowd behind you. What? What? Mm. Oh my god. Dorian, what are you doing? What is going on? Make an animal handling check for me there. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get your mitts on that animal. You're going to get bitten so many times. This is just straight up for me. That's a seven. Yeah. Okay. Oh, no. um, Doran, you sustain some pretty intense scratches all along your forearms, and the cat nimbly wriggles from your arms, taking to the air and keeping out of reach from you. Is it still with an earshot, though? Yes. What the heck's going on? <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, the the cat took something of ours and uh, just, you know, Doran wanted it back. A little, little trinket of ours. Yeah, I'm, I'm just not good with animals. Do you want yeah, me to chat with it again, or...? Uh, sure, if you want to, over there, maybe. That's a great idea, actually. Out of earshot. I kind of whispered to Mari. Okay, and she's clearly sort of a little confused and also feeling like, uh-oh, we've got we've got a weird circus, and now I have to get this cat, the tresum. I not don't say threesome. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I'm gonna cast speak with animals again. Sure, and uh, try to reach out mentally to the to what is it, flycatcher, mm-hmm. and hold up one of the little pastries mm-hmm. and be like, "Hey, do you want one of these?" I'm not hungry. Hmm. Keep them away from me. Well, here, come over. And she walks further away and said, come over here. He's he's silly. If you get too close to me, he gets scared. So if you want to come over to me, <laughs> we can just, uh, we can ju- we'll just hang out over here. And she sort of like pats her shoulder, but tries to sort of get as far as she can, sort of moving, I want to say almost more towards where those ladies are. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And she uh, gestures to the um, to the tressum. She's got the the pastry and has dug around in her bag and has found what she thinks is maybe a jerky that Red gave her, but she's not really entirely sure. But it's, it's <laughs> it smells it something. smells like jerky. It's possible. It's possible. It came out <laughs> of the bag of holding, so it really <laughs> could be anything. <laughs> Everything kind of vaguely smells of jerky when it's been in the bag of holding. Oh, yeah. that's a drago we fought. So yeah. I guess its finger fell off into the bag. <laughs> I think this once was a wallet. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Yeah, tries to lure the Tressum over and just just trying to convince it that Doran, Doran, he's he's weird. He's weird and he's he'll he gets worked up sometimes. And if you get too close to him, he might swat you away. So just come over here with me and, you know, give him some space. He's a little worked up right now. Roll a persuasion check. 
I rolled a six. Mm, that was mm. not good. Oh, us with our skills checks in. Yeah, Kat's going to claw my eyeballs out now, too. The Tressum ignores you and flies back over to sit with her mistress. Mm. Doran, go for that Uh-oh. cat again. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I feel like Doran has kind of decided to hide himself in the crowd like a... Like a cat hunting a bird. <laughs> and he kind of... He lost a fight with a cat and he's running away. Creeps up. And I'm going to try and pounce and grab the tressum from the crowd. Yeah, this is... I mean... <laughs> this is truly taking a turn. Fascinating. Um, <laughs> meanwhile, the three performers have finished setting up the tent and the carpets and they have brought out instruments. The performers begin with a song. It's strange music, the youngest playing a harp and singing in a clear, strange voice. The blonde woman playing the flute and the eldest playing a strange drum. Their voices echo up over the crowd and the crowd quiets to hear this beautiful song. So Doran, what you're saying is, you want to sneak up on this tressum and what? Yeah. Put it in a bag? No, I think Red would see Doran and be like, Doran, 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 Doran. And he would just kind of wave everyone over. And he would be like, Veranda, just give us a moment. We'll be right back. I'm, I'm, I'll get us a corn dog. Oh, okay. I love those, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, who doesn't? It's an ear of corn wrapped in meat. <laughs> an actual dog. Dog meat. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Uh, come over here everybody and red sort of walks out of earshot of veranda and sure. the tressum yeah and doran doran sort of like stops his pouncing approach and <laughs> yeah sort of starts to look normal and stands up straight and follows red and <laughs> Jack stands and up mid pounce <laughs> uh, sorry about that red i didn't really uh, i didn't really good do a good job keeping that tressum off uh, it's okay it's okay oh what's, what's up Veranda is is extremely nervous about this. I, I don't know. She couldn't say more, but that tressum is somehow, I guess, an influence, or she can't speak openly around it. Nervous about what? Well, I don't know, but we need to get that tressum away if I can find out, or we need to uh. be prepared for whatever this carnival might be. Now, what do you mean, this car? Well, oh, oh, you're saying she she said something about this carnival? She couldn't say as much. Look, oh. we could only keep the tressum away for so long. All I got out of her was that trouble was coming and then when the carnival arrived she said it's here so why did she desperately want us to make flycatcher not stone if it was such an anchor around her neck well i don't know maybe it's maybe it's an anchor that needs to be awake maybe it's something that she's beholden to and that would hold it against maybe she stole the the tressum i I don't know but we can find out if we get flycatcher away from veranda any ideas the youngest woman then begins to entertain the crowd with feats of prestidigitation and sleights of hand. She juggles snowballs and disappears them one at a time, only to vanish herself, reappearing atop the wagon in a shower of fresh green leaves and in a different dress. Then she lights the lanterns of her wagon and begins to invite town folk inside to have their fortunes read telling tales of wealth and devastation. I was waiting I was waiting for you to give over descriptive uh mm-hmm. uh imagery of uh, like the woman she, she gets on top of the 
cart and removes her top. That's right. Large breasts. Like different kind of bubble. Uh, it's very salacious. Like burlesque, real quick. We're here to entertain. <laughs> da, 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 da. And you just keep going. It's like the tassels upon her nipples wag with the wind. And Welcome to Dice Shame Trestums. After Dark. <laughs> <laughs> I do find it hilarious, though, that this is a world where magic exists normally, but like poofing and appearing is like <gasps> but like I, I like it and it makes sense but it's also kind of funny to think about like this idea that it's you know. Mari and Jack are sitting there like amateurs <laughs> well yeah but you guys are adventurers and I yeah. don't think magic is so deeply common in the world like there's probably no magic users in this town do you know yeah. what I mean no totally I think and I think sense. in a lot of smaller communities you might have like a healer or mm-hmm. you know a low level sorcerer or something but you would need to go to a big city to find like a yeah. magic academy. Plus, I mean, the way I view it is like you can you could have people in town that play instruments, but you could still have a band come in and be entertaining. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like just because 100%. you can do it, you know, you can still be better. But at I that. totally I hear funny. what you're yeah. saying. Yeah, it's just funny to be like, yeah, okay. My, my read was very much it's Good like for you. The, that's the sales pitch for the personal brush with magic. Come inside this tent, have your fortune read, you know, get, yes. have, have a really personal touch of magic which you might never have even if there are you know you've seen a wizard before or something and i was like do all that but topless you know (laughs) 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 they dance around to the tambourine i like the different ways everyone's (laughs) (laughs) i'm like i'm unimpressed rob's like it makes sense to me alex is like yeah but naked (laughs) make them boobs hang out yeah you i'm sure you guys can do magic can you do with your tits out let's do this come on (laughs) (laughs) so much harder Sorry. <laughs> this is this is why Jack does all his magic wearing assless traps. Exactly. Yeah, it has to compete. It influences uh, the weave of the magic. It's all the fashion of Waterdeep. I got to tell you, you need to breathe. It's TNA, the- tits and arcana. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, hon. So what are we going to do about Veranda? I mean, she has been acting very strange. You, you two have been thick as thieves going off and singing songs and doing all that, but I, she hasn't really opened herself up to anybody else. So... To, you feel like you have a rapport? She has dreams, but we don't know what they are. And she can't... She didn't tell me, but I heard from Flycatcher that she has these dreams. I don't know if she said anything to you, Red. We can't trust anything that thing said. It seems far too intelligent. I think what you and I got from it, Mari, may be honest, it also may be a complete ruse. Look, you tried to lure that thing away. It had no intention of leaving her side. Mm. And when these carnival ladies came, it seemed very interesting. Uh. I don't think that thing is trustworthy. I wonder if it's even uh, a Tressum, now that I think about it. I mean, it's possible. I, I mean, know. what if it's been somebody that's been turned into? I mean, that just came to my mind, but that's the reason why I tackled it in the first place. I tried to get it off of Veranda's shoulder, and that's when you thats when you kind of saw me. And I mean, I'm not sure if you played it off, but I was trying to get it off, uh, you know, away and sort of pull it to the ground and maybe just hold on to it for a few minutes. But oh, that's what you were doing. When Veranda and I went on a little rabbit hunting trip, she sprinkled some magic that I didn't see and she stabbed the rabbit right through the head it was not odd in and of itself but now looking back realizing that something is looking over her shoulder I I don't know exactly what to make of it all I know is this I think Veranda is willing to talk but we need to get that Tressum away any ideas? I'll tackle it. Yeah. Well, no, stop tackling (laughs) it you're not doing anything why don't we keep missing wait for an opportune moment like it Understanding that, does, it doesn't have to happen immediately, does it? Do we do we think there's... Well, trouble is coming, and then, in red gestures, the carnival, it's here, 
Yeah. I don't know. We're, what if these things cast mass uh, hypnosis over <laughs> everyone in the crowd, and we don't know that? You know, like. Well, we're not going to know it if we're standing over here talking and not seeing what they're doing. Like I think. We, okay, Jack. You go to the front row and, and let us know if you get hypnotized. We'll figure out a way to help Veranda. <laughs> well, I mean, we could we can put the cat to sleep and and separate it, put it in a cage. We can do anything. We're, if perfect, let's do that. I can't. Can you? Very possible. <laughs> Let's do that. Did you prepare sleep today, Jack? Genuinely what I'm asking. Well, I, is I, there a thing we could do to help them? Yeah, I have hypnotic pattern. Someone needs to tackle it first. Well, if, if, then put it to sleep, Jack. If you can put it to sleep, that's fine. Well, okay. Any ideas otherwise? Yeah, I'm, I'm hearing Veranda doesn't want to be here at this party. We don't need to subject her to that. Let's all go somewhere else, somewhere without hey. a ton of eyes, and then our options really open up. Sure. Hey, there's a dark alley over, over there. There's a lot of dark alleys in this town. I can see it. I can see it from here. <laughs> Do you think the Tressum would have any interest in another Tressum? Hey. Uh, like a sexy lady Tressum? Like, <laughs> yeah. a, like a spinning like, its... Yeah. How do you know what it's attracted to? If I wild shaped into a tressum that was also in a little slinky dress. (laughs) (laughs) Pepe Le Pew style? A dressum. And it's dancing topless. (laughs) (laughs) Doran. I love the idea that Doran's just like daydreaming. He's just like, I'm picturing Doran's got that look on his face like Gimli does when they're they're paddling away. And Gimli's got that kind of like starry eyed like look, except it's like boobies. (laughs) Super horned up. This is been Alex the entire time. Not look, look if it makes more sense to walk to the alley and then think of a plan, sure. I prefer Jack to think of a plan and then bring her to the alley. But if you think we could deal with it, then let's do that. I'm, I'll have faith in you. I don't have the spells. Mari, if you think turning into a Tressum would help, ah. try it. I don't, I don't know enough about it. <laughs> you hear screaming erupt from the crowd all over. Oh, crap. Well, I think... I think our decision's been made for We're too us. Too late. Dorn instinctively pulls his axe off his. Back. We all run back to the crowd. Yeah, yeah. You see, the brawny blonde woman with a giant boa constrictor snake that is curled around her body, and she's feeding live mice to it, and people are screaming. Hey, Mari, you want a wild shape into a mouse? <laughs> or a bigger snake? No, but I still have speak with animals cast, so I could chat. I, would you like me to speak to? The, would you like me to speak to the snake or to the mice? <laughs> oh no, neither. <laughs> no, God, okay. no. Fine, let's just get her away. Um, I'll, I'll get her, and we'll meet over there in that alley. Uh, maybe if if we need the act of surprise, Jack and Dor and go hide in the dark corners and and grab it or something. Whatever your plan is. Yeah. The. I've got way too much adrenaline right now. Veranda! And Red walks over to Veranda. Yeah? Hey, I found a really cool barrel I want you to look in. Where? Over there in that dark alley that Jack and Dorn are running towards. No, we're not over here yet! (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever seen that video of, like, Batman running away? Where, like, they, like cut and you see Batman running away it's like but he can't get there fast enough I imagine that you guys are just like running really fast it's always those scenes where he's like magically gone why are we running what? <laughs> I got lost I got lost Carl in the narrative but we're half we're, I don't know we're, 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 we're just we're, like there's an urgency nearby. we're going let's we're, do it we're hiding we're hiding down the alleyway great yeah 
No. Uh, down that alley there, over there. Let's, uh, let's, let's. Mari, oh. did you turn into a sexy Tresem for some reason? I just need to know. <laughs> <laughs> I was. I, no. <laughs> part of me's like, part of me's like, do I waste a wild shape for a Tresem with huge talkers? <laughs> 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 it's just, it's, it's shaped like a, like when you, when it turns, like when, if, if she turns into that rather than the normal, like sound effect, you hear like a, <laughs> like like wolf whistles and then like yeah. just awesome. go like hamana 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 and the boy um, I just made a note for this episode keep boob stuff originally <laughs> when Alex first brought it up I was like well that will be like blooper stuff but now it's yeah. come up too much that it has to be in the episode uh, <laughs> oh boy you have no choice now um, come on let's uh, let's take a moment and Red sort of leads Veranda towards an alley yeah she follows you do you love the idea that we just clusterfuck this? Like, Mari's a Tressum, Jack's trying to cast sleep, Doran's trying to grab the thing. I'm like ready to beat, you know, in the back uh, of the head. We're just like doing separate plans at once. Um, Doran's misunderstood somehow and he knocks Veranda out. No, he gets <laughs> the wrong Tressum. He's like, I got it. He it knocks out, out uh, Mari. Just a flying rat. <laughs> Mari, yeah. I went for the yeah. sexiest one and this is what happened. I- oh, gosh. <laughs> no, I don't know where the, my head's not, at this morning. Not the one covered in sequins. <laughs> Uh, check it out, Veranda. This barrel's full of fish, and they're just sitting out here. I'm sure they're easy to grab. And Red sort of walks into the alley first. Mm-hmm. Veranda follows you, and Flycatcher is padding along behind her, maybe four feet back. When Flycatcher is comfortably within 60 feet of me, I pull out my wand real quick and point. From and your wand sheath? My wand <laughs> sheath. My... my Custom leather water Davian. Spring loaded. The pocket protector of <laughs> yeah. Forgotten Realms. It's, it's, it's cool. It, I promise. <laughs> it's monogram. Just believe me, please. My mom says it's cool. Uh, I pull mm-hmm. out my wand, point it at him, shout a couple of magic words, and fill it with some of those, you know, secrets, spell secrets I know, or that alchemical casting. And uh, he needs to, to make me a strength saving throw as the magic just forces its way on him, turning him into a big snail. One of those like mm. puppy dog sized snails. Mm. Oh, the African Ew. land snail. You love turning things into snails and slugs. That's a three. I mean, they, very I don't want them to get away, and they don't seem particularly three. speedy. Uh, this uh, one is. Good, it's great. <laughs> I, I'm, it's, I get well, to pick everything slippery. but its speed, I guess. Uh, Perfect. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so you turn Flycatcher into a snail. Oh. And then pick him up with my mind and bring him over to us. What's going on? Why did we? What's what's up with Flycatcher? What's up with you? Why why is everybody so activated here? What's what's going on, Veranda? Hold on. Does does the snail still understand? I like. Isn't it just the exact same thing? Just a snail now. Doran grabs Jack's arm and he <laughs> like guides him to the other end of the. the I, come on, Jack. The come on, old man. <laughs> I'm not holding. It's all right. Don't I used yell to be at the a snail. wizard. Yeah, whatever, Grandma. So bad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Awesome. Maybe snails don't have ears. That like maybe maybe snails it was really can hear. Well, I don't know I, the context of the spell. Maybe it's like you can only understand languages that the new species. I, you know, like it. It. It's not clear. Well, let's put the snail. Red takes the snail and puts it in one of the empty barrels and puts Yeet. a lid on the barrel <laughs> and he makes Doran sit on the barrel. Perfect. Good. Hopefully, Good. You're, you're feeling okay. real comfortable now. The snail can't hurt you. I think you're gonna yeet it into the crowd. Yeet. <laughs> My snail Escar, go! <laughs> ah, there you go. There you go. Escar gone. Um, and uh, yeah. Stupid game. Right. 
tell them, Veranda. Tell them what you told me. Look, it's too late now to, to be hiding anything. Too late for what? We've gotten to tress them off your tail for the time oh. being. Yeah. What are these dreams? What? We're on that? Veranda <laughs> just looks at Mari. <laughs> what? Okay. You want to hear about my dreams? No. Different priorities. Whatever. I'm more concerned about the trouble, but if we want to talk about dreams, let's do that too. What's well, the only information connected. she has? <laughs> Some of your dreams are connected to trouble, Red. What? I know, but it's not, everyone's shut up about dreams. Veranda, you said trouble is coming and the carnival arrived. Look, you don't... Tell us what you can. Yeah, I mean, I'm still concerned about this snail situation. Doran, start humming. Mm-hmm. Loudly. It's Mari cast mm-hmm. Druid Craft, which allows like a, like, a, like a sensory thing, and there's just, in the bucket, there's just like a piercing like, ee, noise. So the snail now has tinnitus. I'll, Perfect. I'll, I'll take the snail for a walk. And Doran's like, I will take oh, the Oh, Doran, you need to hear all this stuff, though. You guys, so you just, I do need to hear it. Yeah, do, and I also, mean, we just put the snail in a bucket with the <laughs> lid, and are you going to take it out now? Just leave it the snail alone. I do love the image <laughs> of Doran cradling a, a giant snail like, <laughs> yeah. going no, for a No, with a leash. I'm picturing with a leash. He's, like, gone to, like, a like a stand, and he's bought it, like, a little hat, and he comes back with his eyes are poking uh-huh. out through. Guys, I'm a snail person now. <laughs> <laughs> I've always been a snail we person. I just didn't know house. until today. I just didn't know it. <laughs> Snail is my friend. More like, hey, where'd you go, Snaily? Snaily, Snaily. It's a nice thing. It looks like it works, right? Yeah, yeah, Well, yeah. now you just have like this high-pitched noise, but in, from inside of a bucket. In the bucket, yeah. yeah. It sounds like the snail is just faintly screaming. <laughs> it seems it be- reasonable because we just <laughs> mm-hmm. did a thing to this snail on, I don't know, what is it? Is, is What's the name of this dumb cat? Uh, Flycatcher. Fly fly is Flycatcher a bad guy? <laughs> oh, Jack, what's going on with you today? <laughs> Veranda, where are the bad guys? We've been asking you questions and cutting you off and not allowing you to speak. She yeah, keeps Veranda, opening her mouth like she's about to start uh, exposition and then going, closing it as you guys like talk on top of her, all right, quipping all right. We keep riding back and forth to this snail to make sure it can't hear us. I can't hear her from over here. Talk quieter. <laughs> okay, shut up. Go, Veranda. I, I don't know where to start. I'm, I'm so sorry that I haven't been able to be totally honest with you all. Um, listen, I can't, I haven't been able to speak freely around Flycatcher because it's, well, it's spying on me. You might have been able to kind of guess that by now. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it right now when you said it. But I mean... <laughs> Kind of. He had yeah. pieces of it. Excellent he put it deduction. together. <laughs> Good job, Doran. I knew it, actually, but Doran can take credit. He had pieces of it. Well, yeah. I told you that I was a traveler, right? That I mm-hmm. have been all around this countryside, and that is absolutely true. But, well, the reason that I travel... God, this is hard to talk about. I've never told anyone before. It's okay. We've had a lot of conversations about things we don't want to talk about, so... Zone of truth it, Jack. I don't... I don't know how to do that. What? You don't know how to do that? What? what that would... I'm not a cleric. Sorry, Veranda. When I... When I was young, I found out I was different from the other kids. I... I have... I have magic, but it's... It's evil. That there's something wrong with me. I... Well, look. And she pulls back her hood, and she pushes aside a lock of hair and you can see these small growths coming out of her scalp that look almost like 
twisted branches of a tree. These these small horn-like protrusions. Oh. Mm. That's cute. I... I'm not normal. Welcome to the club, says the rich half-elf wizard. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, it was part of the reason that I eventually felt like I could try to do something about this was because I saw the way that you all dealt with... What was it called again? Zosen Waffle? Ask Jack. He'll know. It's not important right now. He's dying to say it. I could see it. It's on the tip of his tongue. His name was... dying right now. The way that you all worked together to defeat that creature. I'd never seen that kind of power before. Well, that's not actually true. I've never seen that kind of power before from people that aren't them. And she looks out of the alley toward the carnival. Mm. Those women aren't women. Fucking Rob is like, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, they're clearly something. I think I saw what I saw, okay? They look like women to me. <laughs> <laughs> All the boxes checked up. <laughs> okay, JK Rowling. <laughs> they are terrible monsters, and they are dangerous. And if we do nothing, this town will suffer. They follow me wherever I go, from village to village. I have been their scout since I was taken from my home. It's been that way almost ever since I can remember. I travel, they follow, and where they arrive, they bring misery. What do they do? What do they do? What's their first awful thing that these women do when they show up in a town? Honestly, I usually leave before they get here but i know from experience many years ago that children go missing that people die livestock are slaughtered it's it's terrible Mm. what do they gain from doing this children livestock monsters i mean we've seen enough of those already (laughs) yeah i'm sure you've seen more the worst part of this is that I never felt like I could do anything about this until now. And even now, part of me is wondering if this is the wrong idea. We could leave. We could all leave right now and get away from this. Now, Veranda, we don't run away from problems like this. That's not what we do. Dorn sort of turns around with his axe in his hand and he's spinning. He says, and what? Run away from a battle? <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but sounds to me like we might have an opportunity here to take out some really terrible people. Well, slow your roll, Doran. If we're going to do this, we're going to have to be methodical about it. But, Veranda, why the change in heart? It's not just seeing us defeat that creature, I hope. (laughs) Because I realize day over day that slowly I'm turning into one of them. And I need to know that there's a way they can be defeated in case it would come to that later. Hmm. <sighs> Mari goes over to Veranda and she sort of like punches her. Yeah, she just she just <laughs> fucking takes her right, right in the jaw and drops Knuckle her. sandwich for you. With the chair, Mari! Problem solved. Roll a strength check. One what? witch down, get the other three later and away we go. I rolled a four. <laughs> Turn her into a snail. <laughs> 
yeah. <laughs> um, and she lifts sort of both her hands and just goes, may I? And she gestures at the woody growths on her head. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And she, yeah. And she, she touches them to sort of feel gently what they are. Are they wood? Are they like plant? Are they keratin or something fleshy? Roll a nature check. They're 40 carat gold. Whoa. They're protruding tumors. <laughs> You have terrible <laughs> cancer. I rolled a 21. Holy wow. shit. This is no substance that you recognize, but it is similar to a horn. It's strange. You can tell it's living. You can see like growth lines almost, places where there are newer elements, um, but it doesn't seem to be made of the material like a fingernail or a tooth it does seem to be somehow more organic very puzzling hmm. mm-hmm. is this is it always like this or does it have you like cut it back no i it hurts i can't i've tried hmm. yeah i don't i don't know what this is all right look these things need to be stopped if they're doing what you say they're doing and i believe you he says almost like questioning himself you know we need to do something about it we can't have these people roving the lands stealing children and hurting poor innocent animals and Doran's kind of like standing behind you in the empty alleyway swinging his axe as if he's like practicing getting ready to bat uh, Doran relax oh, told you I'm ready <laughs> but wait why do we have flycatcher in a barrel great question I don't know you guys did that well, but you, well, you wouldn't talk about any of this if with Flycatcher. You said he was a spy. That's a spy. Yes, everything that he sees and hears, they know. Oh well. well so then, why are you questioning why we put him in a barrel? Doesn't that answer your question? Well, she she age asked. Yeah, I don't know she, why she asked either. I'm embarrassed by everybody right now. Look, I we think I, I think I forgot. <laughs> I, I love that's in Mary's voice. <laughs> <laughs> I love that like actually in Mary's voice. Like, I'm sorry, I, I fucking, There's you, a lot of plot going on. I don't know. <laughs> Look, man, the energy here is fucked. You have to understand, okay? <laughs> they know that I've been traveling with you. So they know everything that you've said to me in the past few days. Right, right, right. Why didn't I tell you my bank number? Why didn't you leave Flycatcher as a stone and get away from it all? I don't know. I'm a coward. Okay. Hmm. What do you want from me, Jack? I'm trying to change now. That's that's great. I trying to get the full picture. I so there, there, but there's no, there's no like, oh, if Flycatcher dies, I also die or evaporate or something. Like you're not bound to them in some way. I that, don't think so. I've never. I, all right. They don't tell me all of the terms of this thing. I, sometimes I'm compelled by them magically to do things. Okay. Don't put your axe away. What are you talking about? I'm not putting my axe away. Is the Tressum evil or is it just... You just can... They can it see doesn't the- matter about the Tressum. We have an opportunity now. Veranda just said these women know about us. They know everything about right. us. They don't know that Veranda has shared this information with us because the Flycatcher was away the first time she spoke and Flycatcher can't hear us now. If we find out a way for the Flycatcher to be fine after this, then we have an advantage Veranda can play right into their hand. We can lure the women into whatever sort of trap we want. 
They might wonder why I pointed my wand at Flycatcher and shouted a magic word, and then he and why Flycatcher has changed like, and then a he barrel. Got stuck in a barrel. <laughs> When yeah. you why is listening to some like really why strange... is my nanny cam in a barrel right now <laughs> yeah. well we can hope that because they're currently performing they're maybe not actively watching the cat's point of view sure yeah I, I guess from the from the perspective it's a limited window all I'm saying is this we should use the knowledge that Veranda has and the deception that she can offer to destroy these creatures because it sounds like they're bad guys to use the jack term just like flycatcher <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> but i mean you know i mean i i agree with you red but i mean are we gonna get much more of a surprise than coming out from the crowd and into a full swing attack i mean or is there is there all these people are not <laughs> aware that these three women are bad and if anything if they're smart they're not gonna attack back They'd probably just say, what the hell's going on, and get us thrown in jail. What do you think would happen if you came out there swinging at these three women? Oh. The intelligent move is that they just put their hands up and say, what the hell's going on? Please have this man arrested, right? To, to my mind, the thing we want least to happen is anyone in the village to get hurt. Yes. So this is a village that has been under siege for a long time. I think we get Baby to sound the alarm. Everybody runs to their battle stations. There must be an instinctual pull to the sound of alarm that's going to get these people to move out, clear the crowd a little bit, at least give us then a moment to go confront these people without a ton of bystanders in the way. Or we find a way to move the ladies to an isolated location. Veranda, how likely are they to combat? Do you know anything about that? Like, if we came out swinging, would they retaliate? Would they duck and hide? What's their goal? Seleno, the eldest one, she will defend herself if threatened, but I don't think she'd reveal her true nature to anyone. It's too important that this caravan stays discreet. Alo, she's the uh, blonde one, she has a temper, and if you attack her, I don't know what she would do, but it would be ugly. Usually when they come to town, Seleno can't stand discomfort. She'll find somewhere comfortable to stay for the night. They'll want feather beds, they'll want warm rooms, they'll want good food. Does that help? Yeah, that helps a lot. What was the, what was the, the pregnant one's name? Ossipete. She is the, the... Well, she's technically my mother, I guess. Oh. They're not human, okay? Mm. She... She loves to tempt unfaithful men. She loves to steal children. She's a coward, though, deep down. Like me, I guess. And if her life is threatened, she will run. And you will never find her. Hmm. I mean, each one seems to have their own distinct personalities while in town. Veranda, could we take on all three? Does it make sense to try to bring them out into the... Listen, you can't do anything now, okay? What? There's too many people around. You can't risk hurting all these villagers. And more to the point, when the three of them are together, they're far more powerful than even, I think, what you can handle. Hmm. I think I get what you're saying. If we get them all alone, 
You can do anything! That's right. God, you're so smart. Yes, that's right, Doran, and Murray pats him well on the done, head. Well done, Doran. <laughs> <laughs> so they tend to divide up once they're in town as they each go about their own wicked ways? Is that? I can't say what they'll do. Well, I guess we just have to watch and find out. We said Selena doesn't like discomfort, right? If I know her, she is itching to get herself into Captain Bebe's home, mm. where she is going to perch herself in front of his fire and eat his food and find out something terrible about him or his wife or his family. And she will exploit that and feed off of the ill feelings and gain power from that. Mm. All right. All right. Well, that's fair. What about... uh... Alo. Her favorite thing is to lure children into a false sense of security with tamed animals. I'm sure she's doing it right now. Hmm. Okay, okay. Then she will kill and eat them. The child or the pet? The children. Anybody that eats children, I'm definitely on my bad list. You know. Okay, wow, yes. Well, I mean, there's options there, too. I Doran's mean, child-sized if you... Hello, if you, I'd like a balloon, please. <laughs> you get you get a big elbow right <laughs> in your stomach. <laughs> well, I just, you've got the disguise and you could get shorter and... And Ossipete is the your mother... Like I said, she's going to find some way to procreate. She'll have fun. All right. So maybe the bar for her. I could see her trying to pick up one of the barracks men. And uh, If Ossipete's the most likely to run, maybe she should be first. I think that's fair. I like that thinking. Mm-hmm. How can I help? I can I can either keep Flycatcher away. No, don't do away with Flycatcher. I think everything needs to seem normal. Veranda, what do you need out of this? Do you need to confront them and see it over with? Do you just need to run away and know they're not going to hurt any people anymore? What do you need to leave this in one piece or as close as you can? Because that's what we're here to help you do. And save people. Well, yeah, we're not... A little bit of both. I want to know that they're not going to harm anyone else ever again. I want you to find each of them and kill them. Not run them out of town. Not not even keep this town safe. But kill these monsters. Well, that's what we do. Thank you once again to our wonderful Patreon supporters... Adam Fry, Amanda Kitchener, Amy Garza, Anne, Cecil Lee Wilson, Jerry Rose Anderson, Christopher, Colin Burkhart, Crow, Cypress Key, Cytosine, DS, Danny, Default Trauma, Dippity, Elizabeth H, Emma, Ghost, Haley, Harper the Marks, Heather Nichols, JD, Joy Robinson, KR, KM, Cade, Kirsten Wolf, Lasagna, Last Ruth on the left, Lita J, Lizzie Demon, Lorelai Feldman, Matilda Rushing, Marie, Melinda Curley, Mills, Melissa, Merlin, Nimble Dingo, Regan, Wren, Ruth Ann Reed, Scotty, Sky, S-Ray 96, Tara Bite, Tony Pepperoni, Xander Morning Dove, and Zach House. Woo! 